It's the 366th episode of the Unranked Podcast. That's right. It makes this our sixth year still currently, but I would count this as, um, so we've re- we're already far into the series of the show. Uh, we'll call this consecutive series two, consecutive, consecutive year two. So now you can listen to episodes one to 365 for a year straight. You just go one a day and now we're starting year two. So we'll see you in another 365 days. Uh, I am, of course, Christian Humes, and we have today with us Thomas Caswell, GameSpot extraordinaire. How you doing? What's up? You know, it's just so funny. I'm thinking back. We have done so much of the podcast. We're nearing episode 400. That's wild. Wolf's, Wolf's lore is in the chat. Thank you. He says we're looking Ooh, beautiful. I up, appreciate Wolf? that. I appreciate the lie. I really am yeah. really th- <laughs> thank you so much. Um yeah it's 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 nuts it's and you know i was just thinking to it two people on this week two people on last week but i have i the days of tommy the flake are long in the past Mm -hmm. um so yeah good good to be here good to be here that that's i forgot that was a nickname for you Mm mm-hmm because I was young, I was wild and free. I just moved to the city, you know. Like, I would love I to was... see like Tom from 2016 talk to Tom for 2023 for like five minutes. There's there is this. You probably <laughs> if if you are on, I imagine if you are on TikTok for more than a second, mm-hmm. I, I and maybe you've seen these guys, Chris. There, there's a couple, like a a man and a woman in their like mid to late thirties. Who do like couples TikToks of I mean, like there's funny so skits, but that these guys are like big ones. Like they are, they have huge following. I don't know their names, okay, but they look cool. <laughs> yeah, the guy kind huge. of has, the guy has like, uh, I don't pay any attention. No, no. The only course. one's I name I know are the McFarlands, which is like the dad one. Have you seen? This is the one where it's like the guy and his dad, and he's like it's all a bunch of like dad jokes. So it's like when the dad at the home Depot has to ask for help. Oh, so it's no, like the that dad, sound funny. it's like the guy and his dad is in home Depot. And it's like when your dad has to ask for help in home Depot and the dad goes up to the person who works at home Depot and is like, uh, excuse me, sir, do you know where the three and a half inch screws are? And the guy, the, Home Depot worker goes, everyone, look, this dad doesn't know where the three and a half inch screws are. And everyone in the store is like pointing and laughing at him. And he's like panicking. They're called the McFarlane's. They do great content. Um, I thought you were going to talk about the kid and his dad, where he goes treating my dad like he's a teenager. And he just starts yelling at his dad doing shit that like a teenager would get yelled at for. But then his dad always just like throws shit at him and comes after him immediately. <laughs> like he's about to be like destroyed. That one, that one has yet to grace my oh, uh, for great. you page. Yeah. But there, there's this one that's couple, the couples. The guy has like a uh, kind of like peppered hair. The uh, woman is brunette with like long hair. And a video that I saw uh, earlier today was actually them a skit where it was them, but if they met themselves in that, like if they try to go to brunch with their 20 year old counterparts and like trying to like live that life. So yeah, it would be to tell myself like five years ago, Hey, you were going to have a huge adversity to the idea of going out on a Friday night. Uh, you know, uh, also COVID <laughs> happened. <laughs> like that was a thing, um, you know? So yeah, it would be, it would be an interesting moment. I would yeah. love to, to to do that that would be yeah that would be good yeah it would be a good time 
and frustrating, I bet. Um, Tom, let's hop into today's Pokemon. It's the 366th Pokemon. We finished an evolution line last week, so we're starting no more Woolry this week. Yeah, no more. Um, today's Pokemon is Clam Pearl. No, oh yeah. In, Clam Pearl. I was gonna say iconic, but only in the way that it's like I knew immediately what it looks like. Sure, it's not iconic, but it's cool. It's cool. It's, it's interesting. I mean, it starts out immediately. Obviously, would just it be like, in my six? cloister or? You know, shelter like that's yeah. basically what it looks like. Yeah. Uh, well, it wouldn't be in your six because you no, can't get not. this Pokemon until you get dive, I believe, which is like towards the late game. And you're not throwing Clam Pearl mm. in your party. Um, it's just a straight water type, and then evolving it's actually difficult. So it's probably not one you're gonna. Clam, clam, clam Pearl just sounds dirty. A little bit. <laughs> I mean, so where do you think the name comes from? Uh, I'm thinking it may come from the words mm. clam. And pearl, yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> correct, Tom. It's, it's, it's uh, clammy. No, it's clammy because it's it's quite moist in there. And it's pearl, a it was meant to be peel, like peeling an onion, but they they accidentally misspelled it, and then they just left it. In. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so here's the interesting thing about this Pokemon. It does seem like it's just going to be like Shelter and Cloister. Sure, uh, it's actually a part of the same grouping. It, um, as far as like the type of Pokemon, the clam grouping. Um. <laughs> I think it's it was it's like a bivalent shell Pokemon or something like that is actually what it is. Bivalent considered. bond. Okay. Um so here's what's interesting about it. Is yeah. When it evolves, it makes you relook at the Pokemon. So we're not going to talk about the evolutions today, of course, but this is a Pokemon that has two different options for evolutions. They're both trade item evolutions, which is a little bit of a headache, but also it's like you know more interesting to have some of those. Um okay. It's yep. the only Pokemon, I believe, actually, that evolves trading holding one of two items. Mm. I don't think there's any other. I believe that's correct. I do have this down as a fact. It might be maybe in a more recent game that changed, but I believe that that is the case where you have one Pokemon, you give it two different items, and then there's no other evolution lines. Um, so when that happens, both of the evolutions are like fish. Neither of them are clams. Clams or any any kind of mollusk or yeah, yeah, yeah. not even like art. There's no shell really okay. on them, um, other than like tiny little shells. Like I'm one of them, and but it's 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 not anything similar. So then you have to relook at it and wonder, oh, is the actual living thing the sort of pearl on the inside, and is that not actually a pearl? Is it like one of these nature fakeouts where that's a fish egg? And so there's a fish. There's like a fish Pokemon. It's evolution which lays its egg inside mm. these clams and that's how you get the clam pearls and then mm-hmm. it evolves back into the fish when it eventually like hatches it's sort of sort of the idea that you're going with there um and that does make it interesting because otherwise it would just be a shelter or a cloister and once you see its evolution you're like okay this is something fucking weird's happening here because that is not well this has got expected. me this has got me asking the question of like what is a pearl is it some kind of like calcium build up exactly what it is yeah I never really thought about it before. I'm just like, oh, that's where they come from. But yeah, it's like some kind of, and it's yep. like, it, does it's, it's it come? A, it's a buildup of minerals that they form. Do, do they have to like smooth it? It's in? like kidney stones almost. Okay. Oh, for the clam. Yeah. Uh, but do they have to like do anything to it or is it, it's, it is like the ball. It is in ball form. I believe it is. But I, I, I'll be honest. That's I don't crazy. Know. I'm gonna have to look that up later. I don't know the answer. Oh, Wolf Slower, if you're still here live, we'll, uh, you know, if you could look that up for us, that'd be great. Thank you. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, the the cool thing about it game wise, was what's that its typing? Use dive, and dive was a new technique, but like dive was also pretty useless. It's just water, and both uh... the evolutions are just water. So that's really where this begins and ends. This is, you know, what I I, I actually um think is it's good for it's good for the part of the game where you're just collecting the pokemon and it's like oh well this this pokemon to fill your decks you're gonna have to like trade it you're gonna have to get it from underwater it's like it's not good for battling it's good for you know fun catching mechanics pokemon like this would be more interesting in like scarlet and violet where it's open world and catching pokemon is a little bit less frustrating but yeah i wouldn't use it definitely wouldn't (laughs) i wouldn't use it um so yeah no, but it's not a complete wash. Let's just no. put it that way. No. You want to hear a uh, Pokedex? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Clamperl gro- grows. Cl- I want to say growls. Clamperl growls while being protected by its rock-hard shell. When its body becomes too large to fit inside the shell, it is sure evidence that this Pokemon is getting close to evolution, which really lends more credence to that idea that like the little pearl on the inside is basically a fish egg. So yeah. it's interesting. Right. It's a good concept. Not a great battler, but that's fine. Move on. Move on for Move sure. On. Yeah, ready. Ready to like I would if it came if I caught it. Move yeah. on. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Move on. How you been? Doing okay. Um birthday's coming up next week for the podcast itself and yeah. myself. Um so uh, I got a trip doing my annual birthday trip going to niagara falls gonna see the folks beforehand because it's actually quicker to just go from there than it is from where we are despite it being in new york um so but we are staying in the new york side we will be when we go to see the falls we will do the canada side people keep saying the canada side of the falls is more beautiful than the new york side and i'm like it's the same (laughs) <laughs> so i don't understand but maybe the vantage points do... are different yeah maybe maybe or whatever yeah i was uh, so little when i went the... there i don't remember i'll be honest yeah. i think it was like seven or eight i don't actually remember it but i did go to the canada side so i don't know <laughs> yeah well we're gonna we're gonna go to the canada side you know just to say that we did it i think at the very least um but yeah so excited for that um i saw a, a little movie last night when Ooh. got went to a press screening for john wick 4 oh very cool um which i have been excited about every trailer that i've seen i'm like oh my god this is gonna be mind-blowing and let me say the action is mm-hmm. you know you, you think how can they top the previous films the 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 set pieces in this film are unbelievable and oh, yeah. mind-blowing oh, of yeah. like yep like you guys figured out a way i don't know how you pulled any of this off i don't know how you know it's crazy that this a lot of this has to be cg in some way or like you know taking and you know i think it really speaks to the idea of like using cg to enhance things that are happening in the real world rather than setting them in the real world to sell them more. But there are just moments where I'm like, how did someone not die making this movie? I just don't like people have died making transformers movies. And those are just giant CG robots. People fighting died each other. making wipeout. Wait, what? The, t- the... wipeout. Yeah. Didn't someone they... die? Oh, I have no idea. Or maybe I they have... were just badly injured. That's what a way to go. That yeah. sucks. I mean, badly injured. I can see. 
dad i mean i mean i i tell you there are sometimes yeah, when i yeah. see clips from wipeout where i'm like someone f- broke the neck you know like is that, i mean that must have been what happened probably right yeah um i'll tell you what you put john wick and wipeout though he ain't dying because this man takes some tumbles in this film and just gets the fuck up um i also think it has some of the best side characters i mean i'll tell you what tom you're Mm. saying all the things i want to hear because as much as i like the first one and even the second one the third one was my favorite even though it's the most outlandish okay because of you are going to love world building you are going to i think i think four is going to be your favorite because i am the i am the inverse of you I love one and two and three for me, while the spectacle was obviously such an enhancement and it, it really, it kind of like, I don't want to say parody because parody is the wrong word, but it played into the like meme ability and like the, uh, it leans into the ridiculousness of the world. It becomes, it it becomes a little bit anime esque almost. Mm -hmm. Oh, and Um, this is, this is the most animated. I can't like yeah. I just I don't want to spoil anything because if you've seen even if you've like seen the trailers like you get a hint of what is coming I promise you there are moments in this film you are not prepared for and the amount of just like cheering that was happening in specific great. moments like so great so the spectacle is great I also think it's a step up in ter- from three in terms of uh, the villains, yeah, um, and the side characters, and I think it has some of the most fun side characters. That being said, I love that. I, my man Broyles, Lance Reddick. Uh, I am not going to say a fucking word about oh, okay. what happens. With I mean, no, I'm just saying, like, is he good? Yeah, uh, I mean, he is. He, he Lance Reddick is always good. Great, uh, love it. Yeah, um, don't want to say any more about yeah, that. No, I think, I think, I didn't want to hear more than that. <laughs> there's a lot of satisfying moments with all of the characters that we've kind of. I mean, really, him and Ian McShane are the only ones that are from previous films. Everyone else is. Oh, and Lawrence Fishburne. Everyone else is kind of like was, you know uh, new. What's her face not in this? Halle Berry. Mm-mm. Oh, I thought she was going to be in this. Maybe it's part two. No, so she's in chapter three. Um yeah i don't want to say anymore yeah, because no, like fine. there's some stuff that they hint at that yeah yeah anyway um that being said well the spectacle is amazing and i do want to you know i saw it it was a press screening it was a regular theater i do want to go see this again in, in dolby yeah that being said it it fell into the same issues i had with with chapter three and that is like there is just no story at this point um, you know, in chapter one, well, there's no grounded story. There is a story, but it's, it's, you know, it's, it's like a cartoon, it, but, <laughs> but it is literally, you know, at the end, you know, I love chapter two is like far and away my favorite because I think it has both amazing action and there is like a, a, a story actually happening. Yeah. And there is like consequence. And there is like, the problem you know, is chapter two ends on a cliffhanger, but Ever since the end of and oh my god, the end of chapter two, when when he shoots that guy in the hotel, yeah, like I remember like not being able to breathe. I was like, oh my god, what have you like? And I Ian McShane's line delivery of like, what have you done? I just like remember that so vividly, and that's what I felt in my heart. But since then, it's just like okay, John Wick's on the run, and he has to fight everyone on the planet, and that is what this movie yeah. is. Um, and you know. 
it I don't want I don't want to spoil things with, sure. with with where it goes with the story, but um I don't think that it it satisfyingly like addresses like you know so many characters in the movie are like where does this end right they say that yeah. to him multiple times like what is the end of this and the answer to that question i don't think is necessarily very satisfying and i just think that well, they probably also not truly coming until part five because you know you will have to watch this movie and well, i'm we just saying there's about... there's two there's two more mo- there's part four and part five so it's did they like... did they say that there's going to be a chapter five yeah it was a two okay. movie thing yeah they okay because this very much feels like part two to chapter three like if you if if they had been like we're doing chapter three part one and chapter three part two like this would feel this feels like the second part to that film rather than the beginning of the next two chapters but i i could be completely wrong on that and I'm like, well, this is going to be the most successful John Wick ever. They've got spin-offs coming. Like, we're going to get a chapter five. Apparently but it mm-hmm. sorry. Chapter five, I misspoke, is not a hundred percent. They were going to make chapter five back to back with chapter four, and then the pandemic happened. But mm. they are saying like they're still open to doing chapter five and like looking at it. They probably want to see how much money this makes. Well, it's it's projected. The opening weekend is projected to be the biggest opening weekend for any of these films. So, when um, is it coming out? Uh, it, it's it's coming out in like the end of the month, like the twenty fourth. Okay. Yeah. So it's like two two weekends basically from from now. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's gonna make a ton of money. Um, yeah. I that I mean that. There's a lot. I, of I'd be, I'd be really curious where they take this with, with a chapter five if they if they end up making one, but you know, um, and the world is just so so cool, um, but yeah, I, I we'll we'll talk about it more when when you've seen it because it's it's a movie that if you yeah. really want to talk about it, you have to have seen it. You have to talk spoilers, all this stuff. Um, yeah, sure. so I, I think if if you liked chapter three. And I, I, I mean, I like chapter three, but it, it, it is lacking, I think, in a, in a way that that one and two are not when it comes to like story. But if, if he's if, in a playground, and that is <laughs> that, like the the playground just got bigger and more expensive, yeah. and has more fun characters, I think, than chapter three. Yeah. Bottom line, you'd like chapter three, you're gonna love chapter four. Cool. If you had problems with chapter three, all of those problems are just as present in this one as well. And that's 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 where I'll leave that. So yeah, uh, saw that last night, which is great. Other than that, um, I've really just been playing Destiny uh, with the new expansion. Mm. I talked with with Tuna about it, um, committing to it, getting the challenges because you know mm. I I have a lot of people now in my realm who play it consistently, who are able to shepherd me, and with the beginning of Lightfall. And the new seasons and the kind of resetting of of everything, like power levels and things like this, uh, taking adva- as as much of an advantage as I can mm-hmm. with with all of that. So I've been playing a lot of that. Um, uh, when I spoke to Tuna last week, you know, I'd beaten the campaign of Lightfall, which I think is a is a step down from the Witch Queen campaign from last year, and that seems to be a common consensus. Just when it really comes to story. But there are a lot of really great quality of life improvements. Uh, there's this thing called Guardian ranks now. So when, like, if you were to jump in, 
for for example, it would be like, cool, you are guardian rank three. You've completed like the base campaign. You've done like this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. You want to jump a guardian rank? Here are the things you have to do. And then next guardian rank, here's the list. So it 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 is the most welcoming in a bunch of ways to new players, sure, um, and returning players. But at the same time, there are. I've been playing a lot, and I still feel like. I've barely scratched the surface of, yeah. and there's so much that I'm like, I just don't understand. Like champions, there's like champion bosses, and you need certain things to equip to take them out. And the game feels kind uh, of impenetrable, I think, to people that don't. It, play it it's anymore. still very impenetrable. It's kind of I always been you... that way, and like every year, they're like, "All right, we're changing our economy. Okay, we're changing our rating system. We're changing yeah. our upgrade path. We're gonna make it." It's they just keep doing it. And it's like, well, maybe you never found something because at the end of the day, I think games of service aren't ultimately that satisfying from like a narrative perspective. And like, this is the only way that we're really going to get that because it's the only way it financially makes sense, I guess. Um, but, you know, I, I, I'm really starting to think unless it's like a multiplayer thing where you're playing like, you know, like a Fortnite, uh, these games of service things just don't seem to really land. Well, which is funny because Fortnite now it is kind of like gone on to the thing where it's like we have a story. Like every time a new chapter sure, comes but no out, one gives a fuck about that. I, but they are trying. Very, they sure. are trying to make that a thing. Yeah, and they're like let's bring in the Rock, and he's gonna be like the thing. And it turns out like the the islands of these universes. Yeah, but whatever. there's a so so. <laughs> I mean, there's there's has like a coherent story like you know, in the way that John Wick 6 will, you know? Because <laughs> their coherent story is like, well, the Marvel's Avengers have <laughs> have invaded after Star Wars did. It's like, you yeah. know, it's, it's just a bunch of nonsense. Like, yeah. it's, it's the equivalent of a kid going into his toy box and being like, and then, hold on, oh, Shredder, Shredder showed up. Like, <laughs> it really is like You know, that. that's yeah. what it is. It is um, really like that. That's so, funny. Like... <laughs> yeah. No, but, I, I, but to- I, I totally it. agree. I totally um, agree. Cool. I wish though I wish there was a way that they could put out some kind of like if you are just in it for the story the story content because the story is really cool and yeah and I think with with which queen which queen they really hit their hit their stride and kind of funneled the story it kind of became this like expansive mess and they were I think able to kind of rein it in. And even though I'm disappointed in the Lightfall story, it's not because I feel like it's messy. Yeah, It just feels very much like... I, I had seen comments that were like, Lightfall was meant to be... It was meant to be the Witch Queen, and then we were meant to go into the final expansion, which is the final shape. And they seemingly decided to put uh, another expansion between those two. And it very much feels like they took the beginning of what would be the final expansion and drew it out and like put in a but because it's like, well, we're at. T- they said this was a ten-year game, and we're at year ten. Next right? year, or yeah, twenty fourteen, which yeah. will be when, in theory, the final shape 2014 drops. Twenty fourteen, it came out. Hmm. Destiny two, no or Destiny, no, because Destiny was on the original Xbox. Well, three sixty. Yeah. Yeah, and it came. It came out in wow. 2014. Wow, I don't know why yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was earlier than that for some reason. Okay, no, 2014 oh, is is yeah when it launched, um, which is crazy to think that it's gonna be 10 years, um, after I just remember like the E3, yeah. like just like so much hype going into that game, um, yeah. So I think that I think um, I'm I'm definitely 100 like sticking like I'm gonna give this season like 
a real college try in terms of doing all the challenges and getting like I'm about the raid comes out tomorrow. If you're listening now, the raid is out and I will be at the light level or the power level now is what it's called. I will be at the power level necessary to play that. And I didn't think I'd do it. (laughs) I'm like, I'm fucking here. So you've done raids before, right? Or no? Yes. But like long after they've been out. So like this is I've, you know, all of the past raids, yeah. they are available in, from like a, a power level standpoint. They are available from um, the base power level that like the reset. So the reset set everyone to 1600 and all the raids are available at that power level. I see. But you need to have a power level for the new raid that's coming out t- tomorrow. If you're listening now, it's already out. 1780 is the power level you need to be at and like i literally need like one more piece of gear it's, Tom, it's all so weird <laughs> we're like all right we're resetting everyone we've got these new power levels we're gonna start it at 1600 yeah so you're it, all there the... you're all at it's like well then just call it zero or one or one like what a strange number to pick well it's it's all based off of where it's all built off of Every every season like expands by like a, sure. uh, every season expands by ten, which is like there's soft caps too, right? So well, regular soft caps, yeah. So regular gear soft caps at seventeen fifty, and then I say you got if get you get powerful gear. gear, and then there's pinnacle gear, and then the way to max 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 power level is you need to like um upgrade the highest level pinnacle gear you can get and that will give you the max level for the season and then at the end everything jumps up by 10 so the soft cap is increased by 10 the powerful cap is increased by 10 the pinnacle and then once it gets to the new expansion everyone is reset to whatever the new soft the new bases it is it really is impenetrable and you have to like, I mean, I gave I d- up on it. Yeah, I, I stuck with Destiny for the first few years, and then Destiny 2 came out, and then I gave it two more years. And after year two, I think year three was when I finally it was like. And then I try, I've tried getting back in. I tried getting back in last year when you were like, I'm going to get into it. And I opened it up, and I started playing, and I'm like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> I'm like, I've been here. I know what this is. I'm yeah. not doing this again. But good for you. I mean, it's just, you know, f- for me, fundamentally, I, and I said this too, now, I think it is the best feeling first-person shooter. Um, oh, yeah, the way the gunplay feels. I, I would, I personally put it up there along with Halo. Like, the they both have a very similar it, it It feels like the perfect blend of a Halo with a Call of Duty. Yeah. In the most gene- general broad terms possible. Because yeah. you move it, around a little faster. In you move faster. Kill you're moving faster. a bit slicker. But the 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 way that you're aiming, like all of that, yeah. like it definitely borrows from Halo. And I, and I think like at the end of the day, you know, I am fundamentally like, I got to knock out these, like literally right before we recorded, it was like to get this pinnacle gear, I have to do, crucible you know pvp just jump into that get a few matches and like oh it's so satisfying just to play so yeah yeah doing my best so that that's really all i have been uh up to other than just life this past week no psvr Um, oh yeah yeah been playing a little bit of that 
I, I have honestly just been focusing on trying to get through Call of the Mountain. I'm probably closer. I just fought. I don't. I know that you've been. Your back has been acting up, so I don't know if you've made it. Like, have you beaten? Um. So I haven't. I haven't gone back into Horizon, but partially because I'm still just kind of like playing everything and seeing what games I like the most first. Yeah. Um. But I have not gotten very far in Horizon. I haven't gone back to it because I want to play that standing up. Yeah, you gotta be able to at least turn around and stuff. I feel. Yeah, I did play a lot of sit down stuff though over the last two days, um, which I was mostly able to do. Uh, I will say the sit down VR stuff is a lot better than I thought it would be. I thought, yeah, like, I don't know. I thought it was going to be like kind of lame like to that. not get to walk around. It's it's yeah. way easier if you can walk around because anything that requires me to like go up for something or down for something, sometimes I have to go into the menus and adjust my height. Because it's like, oh, I can't reach it because, like, I can't push down far enough because I'm already so low or, like, the thing's above me and I can't get to it. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that can be a little annoying if you're playing sit-down. I'm sure people have run into that. But uh, it's really good. I've, I've mostly been playing PSVR 2 for the last, like, two weeks is, like, what I've done. Yeah. Um, I, I can talk about that stuff, but I am curious. Did you touch Ink the game Illuminati? No, because Tuna didn't Ev play it. <laughs> how do you how did you know he didn't play it? You asked him. La last week he hadn't played it, and yeah. I'm almost certain that he hadn't touched it this week. And it was just one of those things where it was like, yeah, it just kind Should of. Should we just keep it for another things. week? If if well, because you're not going to even be here next. week. I'm not going to be here next week. Is the all right. So thing. we're gonna put a we're gonna keep this game going until the week you're back. We're okay. going to take another pause on this because you'll be gone. So you're not even going to play whatever other game we play. And my plan is, yeah, go I, ahead. I, I bounced off of it so hard. I tried playing it twice and I did not like it. Oh, well, there we go. Maybe so, that's what happens here. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want to hear what your thoughts are on it. I, I just think um, I think it's a game I, I wouldn't like. Okay. So that's like part of the problem. Do you is, think Tuna will like it? I don't know. I, I think I think the answer is no. Um, I think this is a game Alex could have liked in the past, but mm. I don't know if he'll like it now because his time is so obviously st structured and strict. It, it's a game. It feels very dense. So it, it is just kind of like a combat game. It's not really like a story. Um, you know, it's in game preview. And part oh, of the problem okay. being in game preview is kind of like, um, what was that game? Uh, uh, Yomi Hustle. Your only, your only move is Hustle. Oh, your only move is Hustle. There's, yes. There's very poor i think onboarding with this game because there's so many like systems in it of like stats and like attributes because it's you're basically doing it's like a little bit of like a tactical battler where you're on a page and it's it's all like horizontally scaled so there, it's not like hex game or a, a tile based game like final fantasy it is just like on a piece of paper and it's just columns. It's just columns across that you can select. So there aren't rows and columns. It's just the columns. And you're like putting up either barriers or different types of fighters to like try and set up your little battalion against whoever like you have to fight against. Um, but the, the like characters you pick feel very obtuse uh, because like you can you can toggle like a help screen and you can put it over like your cursor over one of the characters. And you just get this huge sheet of information. And there's so fucking much here that like I immediately was like, I'm not trying to read this right now. Now, partially that's because I'm on muscle relaxers because I threw my back out last week, <laughs> which is why I wasn't on. Um, so it's just hard for me to like really focus, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I'm still I'm still on those meds. 
but I was like, okay, I tried it the first time and I was like, no. And then today I was like, I'm going to try it again. I loaded it up and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get through it, dude. Like it is um, not a game for me, I think, mm -hmm. because you, it's, it's one of the kind of games that you want to have to read. Like, it feels like the kind of game that one of these reading into, games like, well if you're into like a, a no dense but i get tabletop, it feels like a dense tabletop game where mm -hmm. you're gonna be like oh before i play this game i'm gonna have to like go watch someone else play it and have them explain it to me and read the rule book and then hopefully i'll be able to know how like it so i don't know i think i think it's maybe because it's in game preview and they do a bad job i think tutorializing you through it but it feels a little too dense and like I don't know, boring, which I think I isn't helped by um, the game just being this sort of like very classical is, specific type of art. It's a very mm -hmm. quiet game. There's not a lot happening ever. So it's well, like, it's it's so funny you say that after we had such a great time with Pentiment. But Pentiment had a story, so there was something right. happening that I could follow. Right, but it, it's it's just it it's it seems that this game is like more active than pentiment is yep but it's it, i'm not it, saying that it, like it like is and it isn't it's okay. sort of okay it I, it feels like i'm going to lose in this game because i'm losing like to the rules because like i have to like mm. i'm gonna have to spend a lot of time learning like how you're really supposed to play this game like learning what the systems are and i'm sure they're not actually that dense and they're probably not too difficult to get through but i don't want to play a game that i feel like i'm gonna have to sit and like fuck around with and understand like what it is it doesn't present itself in a good way and that makes it very difficult to bother with i think it's good that it's on game pass because people probably wouldn't want to play it otherwise because like i wouldn't have tried this game now seeing what it is um but you might you might enjoy it like if you're if you're the kind of person that likes games with like minis and you want to read about the different characters and whether all their attributes oh, okay. are and stuff like that, you might right. be into it. But you said that's, minis. That's that's my trigger word. Except you're not going to get like to paint minis in this. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's it's. I think it's an interesting idea. I didn't like it. Okay. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if Alex checks it out next week, and then we'll let you pick. I guess the next game club game when you get back. So that way we can reset because. <laughs> We were like, let's bring back Game Club, and we didn't even make it through two rounds yet. <laughs> so we we played uh, we we've done three games, haven't we? We've done Pentiment. We did yeah. what? What's that fucking Piku Niku? Piku Niku. We played a substantial amount of Hi-Fi Rush. Yes, I feel I feel like no, oh, I know. But two then, rounds, but then the two last, cycles. So gotcha. then we start the next cycle. You guys were like, gotcha. I didn't really play this game, and I was like, Yeah, I didn't really like it either. And now the second game, we're ready. But that's that is why we are saying like, hey, if we don't like it, we're just not gonna play it. Yeah. In the end, yeah. we're um, not gonna be. We're all we're all even busier than before. So yeah, and more uh, old. Tom, how about that Survivor? I haven't watched this week's episode. Oh, we I did watch the pre. It was just it's just one of those because it's we don't watch live because. Yeah reasons um oh we did watch live it's like it was I, like fun to be like oh it's eight o'clock i gotta go turn yeah, it on <laughs> yeah well we do that with um last of us yeah like, but that's we not the same and no it's not but it's uh that that is all weekly i say uh, but i mean that's ending this week um I, I, wait that's I, over this week yeah final episode this week wait what mm -hmm. i thought it was 10 episodes it's nine 
it was originally 10 because HBO shows usually are. Um, the first episode when they were in editing, they wow, because the, the first episode was meant to end with this is going to be a long ass episode, isn't it? This no, be like it's a movie. not. What it's, it's like an hour long. Wow, yeah, yeah. crazy. Uh, that there, there isn't actually, uh, it, in terms of the game left, and the big thing with this season has been like they really cut any moment where there's gameplay pretty much like it just doesn't exist yeah. <laughs> in the game that if you just watch this show you would think that the excuse me that in the game there are no clickers or they're very few and far between sure the amount of times that they like meet clickers and like have to fight off the the clickers in the game like that there's way more encounters. Yeah, I would assume they, they would show assume. up all the time. Which is interesting with this show because part of it is like, oh, the, the clickers feel way more and uh, the the infected or whatever, because clickers are specifically the ones with the mushroom heads. Um they feel way more like if you run into just one of them, you're fucked. Um and in the game you're just like tearing through them pretty quickly. Oh, interesting. But um yeah, no, there's only there's only one episode left. And the, the whole reason is is that it was meant to be ten episodes. They shot everything, they got into editing, and they the first episode was meant to end with like basically like the flash forward to Joel in Boston and like showing like, oh, he lives in the Boston QZ. And um then the next episode two was meant to be like we introduce Ellie. And episode two was going to end where episode one ultimately ended at. Um, but they felt that not having Ellie introduced in the first episode, not having the meet was uh, didn't feel right. So they yeah, that feels like a bad idea. They condensed those into a single extra long episode. And now it's only nine. So, yeah, no, this is the final one. And, yeah, in terms of, uh, I would say in terms of, like, actual story beats left, like, there's only really one major story beat left, and that's the end of the game. Um, there's a lot of gameplay that would happen, and we're probably, you know, going to, can you know, obviously condense all of that. But, yeah, no, one more week um, of that. That's crazy. But, yeah, no, I haven't watched Survivor this week. I did, what? in pulling up the thumb for fucking the because we talked the premiere on the post show yeah. last week because tuna hadn't watched any more lost i have by the way so we oh, will uh be able to talk about on this week's post show which you can access if you go subscribe to spartan subs become a spartan member on the discord spartan to access subs. our post uh, to access our post show um yeah uh talked about the premiere pulled up a thumb for the post show from last week and got this week's <laughs> fucking thing spoiled and i'm pretty sure that they're one of the people that i have well i was our... so i was just about to bring it up when i, yeah. when I brought up survivor that we were doing between the four of us we drafted players so mm -hmm. on my team i have matt blanks which is like the curly haired nerdy matt yeah um i have sarah danny and carolyn who is one of the most unhinged people I've ever seen on Survivor. She's like a drug counselor who very clearly was like a former drug addict. Yes, or still, a former still addict. might be. Well, I mean, um, if you're an addict, you're an addict for life, right? Like, that's what they talk about. Sure. Like, you never are not an addict. Um, it seems like she might be personal, like, like 
totally fine, she, maybe harmless, but me, also she's just so burned yeah, out. Yeah, but she does give me the vibes because I think she was the last person left in our um like it was a default like i think you got her yeah i got her it was like the because last i had person. first pick i also had last pick so that's why i got her yeah but i you know when i was hemming and because the problem is is after the premiere i felt like this was the first season in a while where i was like i don't have any feeling unlike the previous season when we're like we first meet cody for example or um who was the um clara car who was the like big? She had the nose piercing. She broke her finger last season. I won't remember by name. She. There were a couple of people yeah. who made it far in the game who I was identified immediately. Of yeah, like, definitely. You, Cody, being one of them. Of like, I, I think you're gonna go far. After the premiere this week, and after everyone like got broken and bruised, it's a wild premiere. I was like, I don't know. And then like people just haphazardly like. I'm just going to play my shot in the dark. I was like, I don't trust any of you to make yeah. it very far. So when we were like, we're going to do the that the that thing. orange team, I think, is going down. If I had to guess, if I had to be like, I, who's I going down, which, who, which which team, team is, is going to get like removed first? I would guess it's that orange. Were the, were the orange ones the one they went to tribal in the yeah. premiere? OK, yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. They've got the the energy there is just like, yeah, we done. don't know what we're doing. Like, we're really fucked. Um, so it was really hot, tough to pick because I just didn't feel sure about anyone. Sure. And Kat, with Carolyn, I know that she ended up in our last, like she was the leftovers, you got her. Yeah. But a part of me was like, I don't know. There's a part of me that feels like she's going to be an she outlier. she might go far, but she's, she's not going to like... win. No, but we are playing for points, right? That we did decide that we're not Oh, I don't doing... know. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Ultimately, but I, I, in my head, we were playing for points where, you know, every, however yeah. far someone makes it to get you a certain amount of points. Well, so if, I don't know. We'll see. If you are listening, like mm -hmm. our little boat boy, I know our boat boy is probably listening. Uh, he's got a Survivor podcast. I, I have Matt, Sarah, Danny, and Carolyn. Dan has Carson, Jamie, Kane, and Josh. I think Kane's really good, actually um okay. he's like one of my favorite people Dude, i gotta tell you this season great cast i think this is the best season since they sort of reboot the format already um alex got yam yam claire brandon and matthew and then tom you have heidi lauren franny and helen oh you have all women yeah historically not in my favor but it was kind of that thing of like i'm pretty sure like all the men by the time it got around to me the second time were like all picked sure and um uh, who were the top two in my list? Heidi and Lauren. Yeah, Lauren's the one with the birthmark on her neck. Yeah, she just—I mean, she already has an advantage. We know yes. that. Um, and she just seemed like she's got a little bit more strat to her. Yeah. And then I think Heidi is the older woman who was like, "I'm gonna make the fire." She just kind of seems like, yeah, I am a a, a sturdy older person that can get far and then the, but i mean honestly by the time we got to the, my second round of picking i was like it's like oh i think, I think franny's like, really good i actually wanted to get franny okay so i think go. you got i think you i think you got some good ones but so yeah we're all watching survivor now um that's happening i guess <laughs> yeah exciting stuff uh i do want to talk about some psvr2 games yes so i go I, it, I love it tom i love psvr2 i've played so many 
so many titles. Um, I bought a lot of PSVR two games because I, you know I didn't have any of these. You played you played a bunch of them on Oculus, so that I'm sure there's less games that you're like, oh, I'm excited for this because you've already been able to play them on the Quest. But now, you know, for me, I didn't have any of these. Yeah, no, totally. Um, so I spent a lot of time, I'd say, this week because I can't uh, like walk around and play. I can't right. do room scale. I've been playing two games in particular. I almost finished The Last Clock Tower. The Last Clock Tower, Tom, is so fucking good. Yeah. I love People this really game. like that game. And not just as like a VR title, but like as a video game, it is fun. Um, the general conceit to this is it's sort of like a puzzle game, but I wouldn't call it an escape room. It's each room will have, or most rooms will have this puzzle that you have to solve. And it's all kind of done with the same concept where you will create clones of yourself so let's say like i have to get this item in a bucket on the other side of the room but i need to automate it if you've ever played any kind of like engine building games i believe it's what they're called like factorio this is basically a vr engine building game because what i'll do is i'll make a clone of myself that picks up the item and then throws it and then another clone of myself that catches it and then another clone of myself that like Sometimes you have to like break it or cut it. And so then I just watch and they just keep going and going and going and producing more of like whatever the economy that I need is to get through that space. So like there was a room the other day where I had 18 of my clones. And when you make the clones, they look like little Star Wars droid robots. They're just kind of floating with arms ahead. Uh And there's just these little droids, just 18 of them, just clockwork. It's like Santa's like, you know, Christmas toy gift creation room. You know, everyone's, everyone's in the workshop and they're just, like clockwork doing their job it's so funny when you like solve it and look through the rooms it's a lot of fun um but the sense of scale that vr gives you that makes it like so enjoyable it's like the graphics are fine you know it's a nice art style um the story is okay it's got this like kind of interesting story going on in the background uh like because this clock tower is mysterious and it's in a giant tree that's in the ocean and you're basically in the same room all the time, but you can pull a lever and like set different coordinates and the middle of the room will drop out and the whatever new room you want will like enter into it. So it's like you're changing this like revolving floor space that you're in all the time. Um, it's very cool. I highly recommend if you have a way to play this game to play. I don't know. I'm assuming this is also on Quest, right? This isn't a... Yeah, it's on title. it's on something else. I'm pretty sure it is Quest, but it's just one of those games that is like there's a couple that are coming and have I guess are on PSVR two. I thought I'm really annoyed because I thought that you know part of the reason where I finally why I finally bit the bullet on this fucking thing was that knock game that I mentioned. The, yeah, but that's gonna that's supposed to be out like this month. It's it's coming out, yeah. but I thought they were available at launch. Oh, okay. I thought they were launch day titles, yeah. so I was. All right, gonna download uh another fisherman's tale. Yeah. Oh, it's uh they I thought launch day, not launch window. And yeah, they're eventually coming. I've got plenty of things to keep me busy and yeah, I want to I kind of want to treat VR how I in a in a similar way to how I want to treat regular gaming, but it's just impossible in that I'm tackling one thing at a time. And you're in a space where it's like you're new to VR, so you want to try, you want to right. sample yes. everything, you want to yeah. get everything in. I'm at this point where I'm like, I know I'm not going to be putting this on, despite the fact that this is easily the most comfortable and easy to put on headset. 
uh, outside of something that doesn't have a cable, um, you know, it's still going to be my limited compared to my overall gaming time. So like, and sure. as someone who has kind of until there's everything. a game that makes you want to play it. <laughs> but I, I will yeah. say, like Horizon, Horizon is way more of a game yeah. than I thought it was going to be. There is like, I fought a Thunderjaw the other day. I don't know if you've gotten to this point in Horizon, the really no, big like T Rex esque. Oh, dude, you! I cannot wait for you to play this moment because I know I know Jurassic Park is like your favorite thing, yeah. favorite movie ever. Well, I played the Jurassic World Aftermath game on it. It's pretty good, kind of spooky. Well, so this the part where they have you like face off against the T Rex is kind of terrifying because you just hear it in the background constantly, like oh, moving and doing and shit. shit. But it feels like it's always like on mm -hmm. the other end, and then, like you'll see like the top of it like crest, and I'm like, oh. And I played the level when Brooke was like out. She would like went out last weekend. I was like, great, yeah. perfect opportunity for me to get a ton of VR time in. And I put it on, and I was like, the Thunder Draw level, and I have to move through here, and this thing is prowling like looking for me, and then it turns out there's two of them. I was like. I should have waited until Brooke, like just knowing that like there was another human to, yeah. in the apartment and everything. Yeah. Um, the the fight when you fight this thing, holy shit. Um, I had to like wait because I kept trying to play it, but my thing kept fogging up because I was like perspirating so much. Um, yeah, I can't wait for you to play that level because uh, as, as a, it feel it 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 feels yeah intense. Well, so uh, I bought yeah. I bought these foam squares, you know, that you like you put on the floor and they snap together. So you know, they're okay. just like big foam, like two foot by two foot foam that squares. You're standing on. So I, I'm I basically was setting the garage up and then oh, I threw my right, back right, out right, so yes. that I could do full size. I could do twelve foot by twelve foot room scale in the garage, which would be sick. Yeah. Uh, it only cost me like sixty dollars for that much flooring it was like 30 bucks a piece like for you know like half that space it was great yeah. um so i was like oh that's totally worth it and i just you know fold it up when i'm not using it it's fine um you should try have you done Jurassic world aftermath no no, right. no no you should check out Jurassic world aftermath because i had that scary experience with it tom it is very much like the game is so far i've only played like 45 minutes because that was one of the first things i wanted to try out and it's just so tense the whole time because you're just alone. So you don't like have like a weapon. Like you're you're just fucking like hearing like, oh god, there's a raptor in this building. I don't know where it is. Like, is it in that room? Is it in this room? Like, is it gonna come get me? And these things just fucking jump out at you. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna try RE8 at some point. I'm gonna wait till my back doesn't hurt because I'm expecting <laughs> that I will jump in that game. I, I love Resident Evil Village. I'm so I'm like a, a new Resident Evil fan. I played seven and, and both seven and eight love them. I'm so excited for four remake to come out. Um I booted up Village because I already own the game and it's just like a free expansion to... Yo, if four has a VR thing. It will. They they I, said that I'm gonna play that game entirely through VR. Oof, okay. Because I that's yeah. the only Resident Evil I've beaten start to finish. There you go. Yeah, uh, it won't be. I don't think it's coming out with the game at launch at the end of the month. Right, so but I might like it wait. will. But but Village has a has its VR mode up, and you can play the whole yeah. you can play the whole of Village in VR. And and Village is a is a ton of fun. I think it's a fantastic game. Um, 
but I started booting that and it has like a VR tutorial. Yeah. And so I played through that and it's uh it's actually even cooler in a lot of, in some ways to I think Horizon overall is a way more immersive and impressive package when it comes to how you like oh reaching grabbing your bow and stuff. But like for example the first thing in village that you in VR that you pick up is your knife is on like a sheath that's on your forearm. So you reach over and like actually grab it from your forearm to pull sure. it out. And like, that's sick as hell. Yeah, that is cool. And like your ammo, like you can see the ammunition for your gun is on your side. Okay, and so, that's like Pavlov. Which Pavlov I do want to play oh, with, dude. with you. Yeah. Now that's a fuck it. You want to talk about a fucking People game. People love that game. That's yeah. a game. It is hard. You're, well, you're really yeah, like. I imagine. So I'll say one thing. I, I've heard people use the term like your VR legs and I thought it was more about just kind of getting used to it. But at a certain point, like if you're going to be disoriented, you're going to be disoriented. I actually think that's untrue. I got a little dizzy the first day or two I played it um, like period with the PSVR. And then like, I've slowly gotten to the point now where I can play full like stick movement if I want Tom and I'm yes. not getting dizzy. And Agreed. when I first started Pavlov, yeah. I was like, whoop, 15 minutes and I'm done. And then yeah. now I played for like an hour and a half the other day. Oh, wow. And I was like, fine is pavlov only stick movement because i gotta say i love what horizon has done with this like arm motion oh i i, I didn't use the arm motion i thought it was so oh really stupid. i thought it was so fucking <laughs> tough, tough. <laughs> well it just it gives you a little bit of like you're moving to I know, make the I movement know. happen so it i think helps with that a it little does bit. it does but i felt like i was playing um like a connect or a Wii like plus game where I had like the Wiimote and the nunchuck because that was like how that's how you would move in like the yeah. you know like whatever the yeah. Donkey Kong game where you had to fucking I was like I'm not doing this bullshit yeah I mean I remember when I tested seven Resident Evil seven on the OG PSVR at like New York Comic Con when that was coming out and that was the first time I did like stick movement in yeah. VR I had done a little bit of VR before that um you know testing it out <laughs> i was like <laughs> I, I, I like had to leave the booth and they were like oh is it too scary or i was like i'm gonna throw up yeah yep. <laughs> um yep. but it, it is something now that it, resident evil village does the same thing and in that demo i was like oh this is this is fine now like you get used to it i think the um, trick is like you have to kind of start to learn how to like just you do like just like the slightest bit of movement you train your brain that like Oh, like if I'm going to run forward, I kind of lean a little bit while I'm doing it. Just like the tiniest bit. And I've, I've gotten used to that. So like when I'm turning, if even if I'm turning with the camera, because I'm let's say I'm sitting right now, as long as I like move a little bit, like it does the job of not making you want to vomit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Pavlov is very cool. That is a very cool game. Um, getting through the tutorial, like I was such shit at first, like all of my shots were missing. And it, it, it is tense because you know you're like i would say go do a bot game i did a bot game first i did a gun game where like basically you have to get a kill with every bot with each gun to win mm -hmm. um and there's all these bots running around they're all dumb as fucking bricks which is great because you know i'm moving slow i'm turning slow because i'm getting used to it but then like when you have to reload you need to like with one hand you know press a thing to drop out your ammo then grab the new ammo with the other hand stick it into the gun yeah pull the fucking thing back and it makes it so intense because sometimes you'll get into a room with a couple people, there'll be a shootout, and then you and the other guy are both having to reload. So 
unlike every other video game where shit will keep moving fast, you're both just like standing there, like frantically, <laughs> like, oh my God, let me get my fucking gun. Let me get my gun. And then like, sometimes yeah. like I, I mess it up. So I just run over and I try to use my knife to stab them, which is so much more intense in a first person <laughs> game than like, you know, it's like the melee kills are always so kind of lame in video games. You're just like, ha, and they're dead. This yep. is like, I got the knife and I had to like get up close to him enough <laughs> like, to actually like, stab him. <laughs> Oh, oh it's, it's kind of crazy dude and getting shot yeah. is is kind of fucked up <laughs> yeah like it's, yeah it's really weird dude yeah. but it is a cool game i'm glad that someone is doing that stuff i also tried cactus warfare which is like this like free it's free to play okay. so it's a free to play like world war ii shooter where you're a bunch of cactus versus worms okay um it's supposed Plans to be like a zombie. d day yeah it's like okay. a d day thing it it's free you should just download it yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's yeah. super dumb and it's kind of janky but it was fun because you're just in this the thing i love it's the scale it's all about scale with vr it's like literally like all of these insignificant things yes, when you're playing a everything game yeah feel significant yes and, and mm -hmm. it makes me enjoy playing these VR. So, like I, I loaded up halo today because i was like i need to see those new maps i want to check them out and as much as i enjoyed it i'm like i feel like the, I, I'm growing a separation between these two things where I feel so much more hands-off now in Halo. Like everything feels like so different from what I'm doing in VR mm -hmm. um, that like, I, I, it's weird to be like amazed by like, look at this cup I can pick up and look at. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, oh, Halo new maps aren't. In, uh, <laughs> in, uh, in Horizon, they have so many like just, oh, there's maracas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or uh, I you can I got interact a... with a bunch of the foliage. Yeah. That the, in the Thunderjaw level, you get to a point where there's like a whole table. Have you've come across in the earliest? I've come level, across the tambourine and something there's else. There's the gong. Remember, yes. there's like oh, a gong, the gong, and then there's a double. There's like a something you have to hold with two hands to hit yeah. it. In the Thunderjaw level, there's just like a table that you come up to. That is just covered in like plates and cups and bowls. <laughs> and then there is just lying on the floor uh the gong hammer. Oh my and god. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna go to town yeah. on this. And I'm Hell just yeah. smashing stuff. Like Gallagher. Or I'm like, or I'm doing things where I'm like, I like I spent like 10 minutes in Horizon the other day doing things where I'm like, let me see if I can like throw stuff into the air and like punch it like over the cliffside. And like watching it, the great thing about like having the PSVR 2 as opposed to something like the Oculus, I mean, it's going to sound so obvious, but the computing power yeah, of like, oh my God, I can throw something and I can watch it go into the distance. And yes. I'm watching like I'm watching it bounce off of something in the distance and like all these things. It is it is uh, a, an incredible it t it makes the mundane you know i think this is just another way of saying what you said but like the mundane things about like video game design that you just don't notice or like are just part of a tapestry like they all become like this little intimate yeah. incredible experience everything matters in vr yeah and that is not true it, in fact most games everything <laughs> the majority of things are just set dressing to like really immerse the player in it because you're inherently looking at a character at a screen whereas in vr you're in the world so now suddenly things that shouldn't like don't matter they matter like and, it, and they can be low poly and it somehow like gives me like a better jolt in my brain than like this really like well detailed like 
you know, like yeah. if I walked into an office in a video game and it was like amazingly detailed, photorealistic, or I opened up job simulator, I'd be like, yeah, but this like 12 polygon plate is so much more interesting than <laughs> everything I'm looking at on that screen, you know? Yeah. No, um, yeah. One thing I did in Horizon, which is similar to what you were saying, was I got up to like an area that were like plates and bowls and everything everywhere. So I was trying to throw it in the air and then shoot yeah. it with my bow and arrow. I came so close, Tom. Wait, I throw came... it, grab, like, do, yeah. Like, so I kept, I kept, I kept, I kept the oh, bow out in the left hand, yeah. right? So I kept the yeah. bow in the left hand. So I just, with the right hand, picked it up, threw it up as high as I could, you know, immediately pulled back. I got really close. I never did get it, Fuck, though, but I, I spent like 15 that. minutes I tried trying. That yet. Yeah. <laughs> I spent a lot of time trying to do it. So I, then I just, I ran out. There were no plates or balls or anything left. So I had to stop. Yeah. And and I uh, Horizon, the other thing, you know, I don't think it's necessarily like the killer app, right? Of yeah. like, this is 100% like you have to, I still feel from what it sounds like Half-Life Alex is that experience. Sure. But with, with Horizon, it's like with the bow and stuff, how quick, how forgiving the game can be in terms of like, you know, grabbing an arrow, pulling it you know, aiming, like all this stuff, it's forgiving. And yet at no point does it feel like what I am doing is illegitimate. And like, it's giving me the I love shot. using it's the bow and arrow feels kill. very good. And I'm also yeah. really happy it's unlimited arrows. For the basic arrows, yeah. Yeah, yeah because yeah. you can customize and all that stuff. For... And I tell you, in the Thunderjaw level, you need them. The, oh, oh, the okay. blaze arrows and the... <laughs> I, I mean, it's one of those things where it gives you ample opportunity beforehand it's like you know how in the earlier levels when you get like shock the ability to like add like shock arrows you open up a case and it's like oh there's two little spark yeah. plugs like right before the thunder jaw like final boss you open up a thing and it's like this whole, the whole barrel oh my God. and one by one you have to like is this like I was doing the, the end of the game are you at or almost no 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 i think i think i'm probably like entering the, the final act of the game based on like did you get to the area where like Probably the not. hub world, the hub area? No, not yet. So there's a hub area and it kind of lays out, there's like a table and the missions are like kind of maps that are placed on the table. Okay. And so I'm thinking like, I'm probably like two thirds of the way through, but you know, before every time I would get like a spark upgrade or any of the upgrades for the arrows, which you find in the world and you have to like pick them up and like let go of them and they add you to the inventory you know i would be uh, intimate with it i'd be like oh i'm picking up and i'm looking at it like i mean yeah. i'm you picking them up it. with intent yeah in that thunder jewel bit when i op when i was getting to the end and it was like it was just like placing these things in front of me constantly i was just like <laughs> boom boom, boom. Yeah. like quickly like snatching them <laughs> like not even like real like the moment i touched them and had clocked that i had I was picking it up like I was letting it go immediately just to like oh get to all of them. I'm excited for you to one once you're able to to get more into that one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's cool cool stuff. The other game I do want to say quickly, Puzzling Places. I spent a lot of time playing this. It's so fucking good. It's basically a 3D jigsaw puzzle, kind of like those ones you can buy in boxes, the 3D jigsaw. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll put up like the images of the thing I'm trying to make on my side so I can just reference it and then I've just got it it First of all, the eye tracking is great here. All these games need to be using eye tracking. That's yeah. like the one complaint I have. Like the last clock tower would be a better game if it used eye tracking. And the way they should use it in these games is as sort of a 
version of um auto aim it should be like an auto aim compensation so that yeah if you're throwing it and it's close to like like i'm throwing a thing and i need it to land here and it's like close don't make me do it 50 times like use the eye tracking and if it's like if i'm looking there and i'm throwing close enough it should like magnetize it which is what horizon and like other other games that are more built for this system puzzling places will use your eye tracking so it makes it a lot easier to be like because i'll have a grid up let's say uh what's actually what i love is you pick a model. It's like, oh, I'm going to build this, uh, you know, Buddhist temple, right? I can decide, do I want to do 25 pieces, 50 pieces, 100, 200 pieces? So you can pick how many pieces it is. And then you have a wall up in front of you. And it feels the most like any interface has actually ever gotten to the, um, uh, oh, my God. What's the one with Tom Cruise? Minority Report. <laughs> it feels like the Minority Report because I basically I'm pulling up <laughs> like, like the Maverick. images on the side, right? <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, yeah. And then I have this huge grid of pieces like far out in front of me, and I'm, I'm like, I want that one, and I want that one, and I want that one. And then I'm picking them and I'm moving them all around, and I'm like making my own like little. And I'm like, no, no, no this picture's incomplete. I need this one. <laughs> it like feels very much like that. Like, it's so stupid because I'm just building a jigsaw, so it's like a very relaxing, fun game. But weirdly, the way you interact with it in VR is one of the most satisfying VR experiences I've had so far. I I would highly recommend this if you want like a chill out VR game that you can just like play on your couch because this is one that's like great for sitting. So you got to you got to try Moss when you get the chance. I'm going to I'm going to I didn't want to start the reason I didn't do that or Horizon yet because I also started Cosmonius High, which is like amazing. If you like the job simulator vacation simulator stuff, this is like them doing like actually it feels like a real game. Um, So that's very cool. But I, I don't want to start the story once until I'm like, okay, I'm going to play this game straight through. And at the moment, I'm still like testing. I, yeah, I want to see all the different games. Like the last clock tower, I'm going to finish. I'm probably going to just keep playing that now until I'm done with that because I was like, oh, this one grabbed me. And it has like a bit of a story. So I'm just going to go through it. Um, Moss might be next though, because I really liked Moss when I played the first one. So yeah. Sweet. So we do a uh, little news. A little news. What we got? Uh, nothing huge this week. Uh, a couple of things regarding uh, a little PSA for people. PlayStation 5 now has, in its latest update, the same Discord voice chat support that Xbox does. So now, I mean, other than Nintendo Switch, it's now going to come to Nintendo Switch, but the the big two consoles we care about now support Discord voice chat uh, pretty seamlessly. So that's just something to keep in mind for everyone. We use it now pretty intensely now that, you know, when we play on stream and stuff. Um, So make sure your PS5 is up to date and uh, utilize that. Uh, Starfield got a release date a new release date after being delayed from last November, um, September 6th. So it is missing the first half of 2023, which is what they had said they were going to try to to hit when they delayed the game from last November. Um, and basically they said that we're doing our big Starfield D- Direct is what it's going to be called, which they had said they were going to do when the developer, the January developer Xbox Direct happened. Um, that's going to be hitting June 11th, which is going to also be the day that the summer Xbox game showcase is going to hit. Uh, so it's going to be game showcase first, and then 
a deep dive into into Starfield after that. Um, in the vein, I think, of what Bethesda has done in the previous E3 conferences, like with Fallout 4, where it was like 45 minutes of yeah. Fallout 4 gameplay. Um, are you excited about Starfield? Beside no. it just being like a big Xbox title? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, I've not really gotten into their games, like period. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, I remember watching the video and being like, this is cool. And then I remember thinking... I wonder if this is it because I wouldn't put it past them for this game to come out and it feel like it's actually still kind of empty and unfinished. This Mm. feels like one of these games that they're planning on making and working on for a long time. I don't know if that's actually true. Maybe they'll surprise me at the uh, showcase. Sure. I remember watching it and being like, this looks awesome. And then the more I thought about the game, like as time went on, I'm like, I don't know if I will enjoy playing it. I just don't like to simulate stuff that much. I don't, I'm not good at um, putting myself in the role of the character when the character feels like you're telling the character what to do and I'm not actually the one playing it. And I'm like kind of moving this toy around is, is sort of how that feels. Like that's that was a problem I had with like Red Dead. Like Red Dead's not a, like mm. it, it's, it's a game that I feel like should have felt more like an action game in it, but the combat is kind of so crappy and like input lag oh, is so yeah. important I mean, that that's... like, <laughs> and I, I always a problem this. with bethesda games is like gameplay is kind of second to yeah. the world building and and that's very that's, not for me you right. know so that's that's um that's probably part of why i fell off of inclinati because i'm like i don't care about any of this stuff like i don't care about anything you're presenting to me because you haven't presented a part of a game that i enjoy to play yet um and i think the reason pentiment gets around that is because that game's like, oh, this is a story. Basically, the whole reason you're here is the story. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's an easier sell for me than, well, you're going to have to do things mechanically like a game would, but they're not like the enjoyable part of it. It's the story. And it's like, well, then honestly, just get rid of a lot of the game for me. Just mm-hmm. make the game part more streamlined if you want me to focus on the story. Don't make me feel like I have to do stuff I'm not enjoying. Um, but again, that's, that's a very pessimistic view of it. Maybe it'll be awesome. I know visually it looked really cool. Like graphically, it looked awesome. I like yeah. scanning stuff. I like Metroid Prime. You know. <laughs> oh, you you got a cool. uh, speaking of VR, you got a. I jumped into No Man's Sky VR, and I'm very I, impressed with with that experience. I well, looked so. at it. I I like started a campaign yesterday, but apparently I should have picked some other thing that was like more streamlined. I guess I think you even told me. Yeah, there's two. There's like the cla- There's like the classic version, and then there's like one that is like we have streamlined some of the systems for. Something. I should, I should, I don't think I did that. So, yeah. like, when I loaded it, I was kind of like, oh, I don't know about this, but it did look very cool. It was to awesome being do online. the 30 minutes to like fix your ship and then like take yeah. off from the planet. Oh my God. So, yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I will do that then yeah. because that would be fun because we could do No Man's Sky together. Yeah. We can multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, that would be cool. Um, did you see uh, the new Mario trailer? I did. I did. I, like I am so stoked for this yeah. film, man. I yeah. gotta say, I'm, I've, I'm, I'm over Chris Pratt. I still think it yeah, sucks. Yeah, it, it, it'll be, we will, it'll be, it'll be weird for five minutes, or you know, it'll be like, oh, and then we'll be totally sold. I gotta say, I am surprised how much they seem to be doing with, and maybe I shouldn't have been surprised. I really just thought it was going to be like, we're going to take these char- the characters in this world, but the amount of like gameplay aspects that they're yes. seemingly replicating, like the, the, the 
there's a shot in it where Mario kicks a, a brick and yep. uh, Kong gets fire powers and Mario eats a mushroom becomes big and then we see them like run through like a side scrolling level I'm like this game this movie's going to rule this movie yeah. is going I think to Did you rule get your ticket? So hard no. Oh I I got my ticket I'm going yeah, with Matt I guess they're and, and everyone it's going to be a big crew I'm very excited Yeah for well that's the thing is like I probably I probably should coordinate with Dan and Tuna right like I feel like should yeah. should do that Yeah I I'll tell you this if you're listening now, uh, in in my future, but in your past, um, unless you are, of course, listening to us live, which you can do if you become a uh, Discord subscriber. Um, I got I got an email from uh, the like PR company that reps the Nintendo store here in the city the other day, and they were like, "Hey, it's Mario Day on Friday. We're unveiling something at the Nintendo store for Mario Day." Yeah. The Mario if like boots. To, if you'd like to come, we're not gonna say what it is. Like it's a big surprise. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I'd love, I'd love to be there." And watched this fucking Nintendo Direct, and it's like, and we have a special surprise for everyone. We are unveiling the boots from the Mario movie. We've replicated them. They're gonna be in the Nintendo NYC store. I was like, "This is, this is what it is." Like the boots. Like it's not gonna be like a a. Like, I mean, did you no, see those Astro Boy big red boots? Oh, right. Uh, well, that's what I thought, I thought immediately off like that meme. That's going I mean, that's what I like, that's what like, I would assume as well. But like, I, I'm just like, are they life size? Do I get to wear the boots? Like, what? Is, and so I am in some ways even more excited now to go to go check it out. But yeah, that was uh, yeah. So the boots, the boots. They also. Uh, they showed off the new maps coming to Mario Kart. Very excited. So many. Uh, the game is they came, unbelievably massive. They actually came out uh, today yeah. or yesterday. And so Birdo has now been added to the roster. And um, they, uh, when you boot up the game now, apparently there are slots for five more characters. So it seems like we're going to get even more um uh nintendo characters in in the thing in the yeah. game so which is it's like Mario Kart 9 right <laughs> it's like weird at this point because the thing that sucks is they're kind of tied to this engine like if they just keep making if this is like you know the uh, Mario Kart kind of like if Mar Smash Ultimate like there's not another sequel it's like so okay we're probably going to get a Mario Kart 9 because that would be a dumb amount of money for them to miss out on but then it's going to be a game that has so many less things than mario kart 8 does yeah so it's it's sort of in this weird kind of spot but who knows maybe they won't yeah. maybe, maybe it'll be like a, a an upgrade to the visuals but it'll just they import those maps and they run it on the same engine or something no idea what the fuck their plan is um yeah. i'm gonna go see that 65 movie this weekend or i thought i was oh my god is that coming out this weekend yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, it's got a 25 right now in Rotten Tomatoes, so I'm definitely oh. gonna go see this movie. Oh my God! Really? A Sorry, 25? it has a 24. It has 24. Oh no! <laughs> no, this Driver. isn't news, but it's well, it's movie news. Uh, I'm so excited for this now more than anything because I know that it's basically gonna be Adam Driver trying to like act his way out of a paper bag, and it's gonna be so <laughs> funny. I cannot wait. Which is so 
like the the thing going into this movie that is being hyped up is like it is an Adam Driver movie and like I mean granted look no matter how you feel about the rise of Skywalker he, he was locked in he was in I mean he's he obviously gives a great he's always yeah. great but he's he was locked into to that like he had to do that no matter what the the script was I want Adam Driver, with Adam Driver is like he is so specific oh he would actually be a great Doom that's great um he he is only ever in a few movies because he's so picky when it comes to scripts. And so people were like, oh, an action movie and it's dinosaurs in space and Adam Driver's doing it, so the script must be good. 24, that's <laughs> low. That is real fucking yeah, it's low. it's really low, Tom. Oh, my goodness. I had no idea that it even... I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, excited. Yeah. I'm going to go see that and see uh, Creed 3, which I'm excited for. Dude, okay. Real quick about Creed 3 before we continue with the news. I rewatched, uh, just like threw on in the background, I rewatched the first Creed, which I hadn't seen since it came out in theaters. Yeah. Really enjoyed it when it came out in theaters. Yeah. And I watched Creed 2 for the first time. Um, just crying sure. during both of these movies. Yeah. Um, what fucking phenomenal films those are. They're very it, good. Uh, and I'm now so stoked to to go watch Creed three because it's a shame I, that Michael B. Jordan is going to die in this one because he's going up against Jonathan Majors. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get his shit. I'll tell you right blocked. now, if they think sixty five has a bad uh, unrealistic story, anyone walking out of the ring with Jonathan Majors that's not like a current heavyweight <laughs> champion it seems like one of the most infallible. I'm watching that trailer and I'm like, he's gonna, he's like Michael B. Jordan, get out of here. You're gonna no. You're not going to win it. Well, I mean, and and that was the thing I loved about uh, Creed 2 so much is like the way that they handled like. Uh, oh, it's so yeah. good. If you haven't seen the the Creed. They're very good uh, movies. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Wow. You weren't lying at 24% <laughs> on uh, for this movie. Holy crap. I had no idea it was going to be that low. I'm excited for it. Now. Oh, my God. This is a ooh, this is a great quote from the Daily Beast's review from Nick Sh Shager or Shaga. 65 is set millions of years in the prehistoric past, and its ideas are only slightly younger. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Oh, incredible. Very cool. Don't worry, guys. Joe Blow's Movie Network gave it a positive review. Um, there we go. Yeah. Wow. Holy cow. Well, there <laughs> you go. Uh, all right. Back to news. Uh, Suicide Squad is oh, yeah. reportedly delayed. Nothing official from Warner Brothers, but Jason Schreier is saying that internally he's received some information that the game has been delayed. It's a little confusing because the headline reads, uh, Suicide Squad has been delayed after fan backlash. In reading the article and like understanding what is happening here, it's not necessarily in response to it, just is happening after the like it sure. is literally sequentially happening after there was backlash because it's all about like polishing. Uh, so even if there was positive reception to the game after its recent. Uh, showcase appearance at the state of play i still think it would have gotten delayed but yeah this um i, I i'll spoil it i counterpicked this after this announcement today yeah. uh i think tuna has the game um uh as i've said before this game is 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 do is exactly like avengers with less popular characters much much 
less popular characters. Like Holly Quinn is the only one that can really kind of go toe to toe. Everyone else is. Um, yes, I mean, there's characters <laughs> like people don't know who somebody like you know. Yeah, Captain Boomerang. Unless yeah. you've seen, I guess, the Suicide Squad movies, because um, I guess they're in all of them. But yeah, no, it got it's getting delayed. We don't have any idea on the new release date. Warner Brothers probably won't saying anything until um you know officially until until they have something secure but a, a delay is not going to fix the issues that people have with the game um, Correct. in order for that to happen they'd have to scrap it entirely and i just feel bad for the developers it must really suck in this final push and I think you know the reason that we didn't hit we they've been so cagey is they they knew that there would be so yeah you know when Arkham Knight when that last game came out and they would start to think about the next project Destiny was only a year or so in and like all of these live service games that have now come and gone hadn't even like come out yet and it's I mean this just speaks to trying to chase a trend like just don't do it especially yeah, in game development because it takes stuff. you fucking forever. I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we we don't know when that's going to come out. Um, Resident Evil Four Remake demo is available now, so if you're excited about that, there is a demo out now. Um, I don't know if I don't think it's like a uh, oh the progress carries over to the main game, which I love. I love when games do that now because sure. that's why I'm with Warlong Fallen Dynasty, which I've also been playing a bit of like oh the first chapter is available and then the progress carries over i think this is something that is like a slice of like it's not in the game it's made as a demo um you know bust out that old resident evil 4 gamecube chainsaw controller because i think it's called like chainsaw the chainsaw demo or whatever uh did you had that right the chainsaw controller? no i've talked about wanting it i wish i had it it's yeah. the stupidest controller ever made i love it <laughs> so dumb big yellow chainsaw with gamecube controller buttons just fucking slapped all over it in the weirdest places the idea yeah. of like playing that like i mean that game was probably what like 20 to 30 hours like maybe more uh, I've, I've never controller. played the uh, re4 so yeah let's see how long this is i think it's not a fast game Oh, fifteen and a half hours. All right, so closer. Still to though, hours. I mean that's not <laughs> more than more than five minutes with that thing in your hands. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's it's insane. Um, any other news you want to do? Quick question. No, let's go to questions. Email it on rankpodcast dot com. Love getting your emails. Call into eight zero five seven three eight eight six nine two or eight zero five three R E Tunia T U N Y A. Love to hear from you or go to the show notes. Questions for the pod link is in the show notes for the Discord. I got one really long one from Slater we're going to do. Hell yeah. From the official Tuna Fan Club, Slater, question for the pod. Why isn't sugar pronounced S-A-Gar? There's no goddamn S-H there. Who the hell does sugar think it is? The scary thing <laughs> is how common the word is, yet no one is talking about this. How are we letting this happen <laughs> thousands, if not millions of times a day? It's disgusting that we say sugar and move on with our lives. Why have we accepted this? It's like a JFK assassination conspiracy, but the shooter sat in the grassy knoll for a picnic after the shot was fired, and we declared that the president was dead from old age. Who's covering this up? Easy mm. answer. Big corn syrup. Got the market covered, and it all makes sense. How the hell are we going to... How the hell 
do we suppose to import the stuff if we can't even pronounce it correctly? Completely decimated the sugar industry with one grammatical anomaly. For years, our trade partners have, haven't understood what the hell we were asking for. As a result, we're sitting here like weenies drinking Dr. Pepper with artificial corn sweetener while we keep pronouncing sugar like we have a speech impediment. We don't deserve sugar. By the way, if I die from corn syrup-related drone strike, I sent numerous envelopes with this message and a picture of Joe Rogan in the nude kissing Tupac to my local news stations. Anyway, I'm sleep-deprived with an infant in the house. Suck it. And they uh, phonetically pronounce suck it just so that... Suck it. You know, yeah. <laughs> but they pronounce it as if it was spelled like sugar was, so uh, S-H-U-K it. Right. Shock it. Shock it. Shock it. I mean... English sucks, dude. It's so inconsistent. But then, but then every every language is, is fun. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the English in particular is pretty broken. And like, I try to. It's so funny when I mean, like, it's because it's such an amalgamation, right? Brooke, yeah. I mean, e yes. And it's so funny. I'll try to explain. You know, Brooke is Brooke is not very good at the English language. Um, sure. And so. I will try to explain when she asks and she asks me questions like the other day she was like asking like do I use then or then in this sentence right sure and I was like this is when you use then and this is when you use then like just trying to help her like in the future yeah. remember so I don't have to fucking get asked dumb questions um <laughs> and but then like sometimes when she asks questions like that I'm like trying to I you know explain it like logically of like oh this and then she'll be like but what about this thing? And I was like, yeah, it's just like that. It's an anomaly. It doesn't follow the logic. And ultimately, like, yeah, the English language follows uh, zero logic. Um, yeah. So that's it's just a bad language. The most expressive, though, more words in it than any other. Yeah. I'm and, pretty sure. And so many of our words just keep getting updated. People are always like, oh, now YOLO is in the dictionary. It's like, but that's that's literally the point. That's literally yeah. the point of updating the dictionary is to keep the language alive. The the people that are like, oh, we shouldn't have these words. It should be more formal. It's like that is why languages die. Languages die when they become too formalized and they don't change. Colorus domine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Colorus <laughs> requiem. Yeah, oh exactly. God. Yeah. Let's just all go back to Latin. Simple. It Simple. had a logic to it. Yeah. Uh, some might say impenetrable logic. Yes. I would, I would say that if Tom, if they were like, all right, we're getting rid of daylight savings time, but we are all switching to Latin. I'd be like, all right, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going somewhere else. Italy. Yeah. They don't speak Latin. Yeah, I would just go to, go to, you know, Canada, you know, it's, it's right there. Yeah, just let yeah. me keep what I have. No, you got to speak know. French though. I mean, and not even what French. part of Canada. It's also in. like a not real French. At the I'm same not going, time. To, I'm not going to that part of Canada. Oh, uh, gotcha. Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> cool city. Uh, I, my back hurts, and we have to do a post-show, so we're going to close this up. Okay. All right. Because I am uncomfortable. Muscle relaxers only do so much. Uh, yeah. So, Tom, tell me about our Spartan program. Join the Spartan sub. Become a Spartan subscriber. Uh, yeah, we uh, have a Discord, which you can find in the show notes. And if you like what you see there, and if you like the podcast, you want to listen to it live, get access to the post shows, and a bunch of other things, you can become a Spartan sub. It's only four ninety nine a month. Yeah, it's a be steal. A sub, cheaper, a literally simp. cheaper than the coffee simp. that I bought today. 
Spartan Simp. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Fuck it. There's no more Spartan Subs, Spartan Simps. Stay ranked, everybody. Stay. I said stay ranked. Stay, stay unranked. Whoa, holy I shit. Told you, the Being ranked can suck it. Yeah, right? being ranked, being ranked, ranked can, suck can suck it. Can suck it.